1: Everybody, welcome aboard. We're continuing tonight's marathon. Uh, that was Doctor Deverville's. I'm excited now also to have Pastor Lou Young coming to you from Texas, Brother Lou. How you been since last time?
0: Oh, I've been doing good.
1: It's been a while, and um, we had a break in between our last show and today. But I'm glad to have you back, my friend. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> Would you like to open us in prayer?
0: yes I would Father in heaven I thank you so much so much Lord for your grace and your love and your patience and your kindness Lord you just take care of us no matter when we mess up or when the enemy comes you stand there and uh, rebuke him and uh, knock his head off his shoulders so Lord you're awesome praise you and worship you thank you Lord for this show I ask you to bless Shannon and his family and give him new avenues to uh, get the word out to continue uh, with the vision to uh, teach people about deliverance in the end times. I want to ask you to allow those people to tune in today that need to tune in and uh, that this would be carried around the globe throughout all the internet uh, avenues that we have and uh, teach people about your word and how to fight and win. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Uh, I agree. Praise the Lord. This is a time to fight and win, folks. And uh, we can look at it two ways. We can get depressed, hearing all the news of what the New World Order wants to do, you and I. Or we can get happy and excited, knowing that in the end it says, my people shall do exploits. And uh, if the Lord be with us, who can be against us? You know, um, we had an earthquake this morning about 4 a.m. my time in Bali. And you all may have heard about what? it. So if you're watching the news, it was like a 7.1. And, Ooh, that's
0: uh, a nice
1: Man, I was awake, and I actually... It felt like a wave went through the four. Wow. Uh, I was there ready. Actually, I did. I dashed into the room, and I was ready to grab the babies, and Mom and run out the door <laughs> if it didn't stop. Amen. But then, you know, uh, fear gripped me for a moment, but then I began to plead the blood of Jesus, and I began right. to remember uh, the angel of the Lord encamps about us if we fear the Lord to deliver us. So uh, as time has passed... I realized God was with me the whole time, and He'll be with you in times of stress. And if the Lord be with us, who can be against us? So I'm not worried about an old earthquake. You know, whole neighborhood could fall around me, but if uh, if God is with us, um, what's it say? A thousand shall fall in your left hand, and ten thousand in your right hand, but nothing shall come nigh unto you. Paraphrase?
0: That's Right. So
1: I just want to say we can have great confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ, even living in fearful times. And if we can overcome fear... Uh, we can really do a death blow to the enemy. And that's why we're doing programs like this one tonight. And uh, praise the Lord for all you men and women of God coming on this program to teach and equip us. Well, with that, I'm going to flip the mic over to you. We've got an hour. Take it away, my brother.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you, Shannon. Uh, Psalm 91, it also says the angels will bury you up in their hand, lest you dash your foot against a stone. So we don't have to be afraid of what the enemy can do. And actually in Genesis it says, uh, I've given you power over the beasts of the field the birds of the air and over all the uh things in the earth we're supposed to subdue the earth and take control over it so we don't have to worry about earthquakes and famines and i'm not afraid of the end times i believe you know we're we're in thick of it right now but uh, it's a good time to preach the gospel and save souls amen amen So, praise the Lord Jesus. Uh, I have a, um, let's title this called The Witching Hour. The Witching Hour. Um, I can't remember what I was watching. I've heard this term before, but uh, somebody said, It was a YouTube video I was watching, and they said, I can't believe Christians don't know about the witching hour. And I don't hear that term used that much, but I do know that the devil, um, he comes alive at night. I mean, he's supernatural. He's working 24-7, but it's really the dark. uh, When the sun goes down, he gets uh, even more busy. So that's what uh, this uh, teaching is about, the the witching hour. And they also uh, title it, uh, this isn't for my title, but it's also called the devil's hour. And he has more than one hour. But uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, 3 a.m. around that time. Of course, when the sun goes down, the devil gets active. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about this time here uh, later on in the teaching. Jesus Christ was put on the cross at 9 a.m. and darkness covered the land from noon until 3 p.m. And They even had an earthquake then too, Shannon. <laughs> That's right. Yes, sir. I don't know what magnitude it was, but uh, it said they had an earthquake. So why do they call this the devil's hour? 3 a.m., you know, the devil likes to invert things and change it uh, and take credit. Like, uh, you know, the uh, gay people want to steal the rainbow, which God created, and put the bow in the clouds to say, uh, this is the covenant that I make with you, and I will never, ever destroy the earth with water again. And so God made the bow. The rainbow in the clouds and now the uh, the alphabet soup they want to steal that and call it and uh, claim it for their own but you know they're looking for God they just don't know what they're looking at but so the uh, Jesus like I said was put on the cross at 9 a.m. and at 3 a.m. is the uh, exact opposite uh, three o'clock is the is the exact opposite of 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. So just like the upside-down cross, um, they use it to mock the King of Kings, amen? Which we call the Witching hour or the devil's hour. 3 a.m. is a significant sign of the devil and his demons. Now, for Christians, a lot of the average Christians I would meet would say, Pastor Lou, you are just... You know, one crazy dude, you know, this stuff doesn't work like this. But the people that in the occult that, you know, worship Satan and do these, uh, uh, you know, their spells and and their rituals, they're very serious about it, and they know exactly um, the best times to do these types of rituals and spells. So don't take it lightly. Uh, Listen to Pastor Lou. 1560, this is the year 1560, Uh, we're talking about the witching hour, Uh, Pope Pius IV, the Catholics uh, had the witch trials, and you've heard of the Salem witch trials and all that, but back in the day... They, they would have plagues and sicknesses come, and they didn't really know how to deal with those, and so they called it demonic. And um, they tried to uh, pit uh, witchcraft on many people, and they actually burned them at the stake. And so that was been from the 16th to the 18th century. Believe me, this is a lot. 60,000 people were executed uh, called witches. Now, Were they really witches? I seriously doubt it. But they got tagged and burned at the stake. And the scripture even says in Exodus 22-18 Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. No, we don't go around killing witches nowadays. We want to pray them into the kingdom of heaven. But God does not like witchcraft, sorcery, idolatry, and all that stuff. He doesn't like um, witches and their spells, and uh, all this stuff is against God. Well, I have a question for you, brothers and sisters. Why is it that most deaths occur between 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. at night? Well, another reason is they call it the dead hour. And it's been researched many times. Uh, researchers say most hospital deaths occur between 3 and 4 a.m. This is a special time. The dream reaper will come to take you away. Or the angel of the Lord... Hopefully that's what will come to take us away, right? The angel of the Lord will pull the plug and we'll fly away to our new home, our new mansion in the sky and live with the Lord Jesus, uh, land of milk and honey, and we'll have a wonderful time worshiping and praising and and operating in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Three and four o'clock. I don't get hung up on the three and four o'clock so much, but uh, in the evening time, night time, It is said that the difference between the spiritual world and the natural world is very thin at this hour, and that is the reason it is easy for one to transfer to the other world easily, and um, I remember when my father died, he began to, uh, the average person would call it hallucinate, but he was seeing in a spirit because his... um, right before a person dies the spirit realm opens up normally and they see in the spirit and we just think well he's hallucinating Uh, he's seeing stuff some people uh, I knew a a person that uh, had attended our church unfortunately Um, he didn't walk with the Lord but he did attend church he was a, a nominal Christian and he died he was a young man And he tore his fingernails off uh, right before he died because he was seeing something he didn't want to see, and he was gone and uh, ripped his fingernails off. So I don't think he was uh, seeing angels, not holy angels anyway. I think he was seeing demons and evil spirits that were coming to take him away. So you can't uh, play in the devil's camp. You can't play with fire and not get burned. Walk holy before the Lord. Stop sinning, repent, and turn to Jesus with your whole heart. And uh, you won't have to fear death. We don't have to be afraid of death. Technically, we're already dead. Um, you know, the only part of us that is going to die is our body, our soul, and our spirit. will live forever with the Lord Jesus. Amen? So as I was saying, uh, the uh, right before you die... Uh, The spirit world opens up and you'll start to see that uh, people say that's the thinness of the two realms, the earthly realm and the spirit realm. This is the reason that the darkest of rituals are always done around 3 to 4 o'clock in the morning because they uh, know that the um, it's a thin veil. Okay, here's another interesting statistic. 55% which is over half, uh, driving while under the influences between 12 and 3 a.m. Well, why is that? Is that just because people like to drink at night? Or is there a spiritual connection with the darkness and the evil and the debauchery? I'm going to say, brothers and sisters, there's a spiritual connection. And uh, when the sun goes down, the devil likes to come out and play. He likes to hide in the darkness, and the average Christian doesn't even know if Satan were to sit beside him, they wouldn't even know it because uh, he hides in plain sight. But we need discernment and the gifts of the Spirit and the Word of God and the sword of the Spirit, and we don't have to be afraid of uh, Mister Devil Slufoot. We have authority over him according to Luke ten nineteen. We can put him under our feet, uh, not the other way around. Amen. Here's a scripture, John 3, 19 through 20. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Okay, let's go and read the next one. 20, for everyone that doeth. Uh, evil hates the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. You see, brothers and sisters, if you are connected to the darkness, you will not like the light. It says, the scripture says, which cannot be broken, that men love darkness rather than light. That's the exact reason why uh, Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They love darkness more than they love light because God had already given them everything they could ever want. They were clean and holy and pure and walking in a spirit above all evil, but yet they chose to take from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and uh, their authority was stripped away, and we still suffer the consequence today. Would uh, Jesus give it back to us, and if we know who we are in Christ... We can take Luke ten nineteen and beat the devil's You know, we can knock his clock off. <laughs> I just love to beat up on the devil because he takes out so many of my friends and my family. So I, I uh, as CNN say, I take demon scalps as many as I can get every time I can get. He is my sworn enemy. And as long as I have breath, I'm going to step over into his kingdom and take a swipe at him as much as possible so the men love darkness rather than light and think about this uh, Jesus taught many things uh, spiritual principles by teaching um, things that we could see and touch physical things so just think about the darkness and the light you know the light Uh, Comes and and pushes out the darkness, and the darkness comprehends it not. It doesn't understand the light, but the light is stronger than the darkness. So anyway, uh, bottom line is, if you're doing these evil things, it says, for everyone that does evil, hates the light, neither comes to the light, because he doesn't want his deeds to be reproved or he doesn't want to change his wicked ways and we see that in the world today so we still intercede and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to draw men into Christ so that they can be saved and we want to take you know the enemy wants to take as many of us to hell we want to snatch them out of the fire and take as many as we can to heaven so we have a job to do brothers and sisters Think about this. Jesus was betrayed by Judas in the night. Some say at midnight. I don't know if it was midnight but we do know it was was in the night time. This would make the trial uh, of Jesus before the great council during the devil's hour because he was arrested in Gethsemane in the night and then they uh, took him to the um, high priests and examined him and so they called his uh, trial which was really a joke trial it wasn't a trial nobody gets a trial at night but jesus did it, it was a, a mock trial john 11 9 jesus answered are there not 12 hours in the day well actually they're 24 hours in the day but uh, there's a teaching here. Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours in a day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not because he sees the light of this world. So, how many hours are in a day? Well, there's 24, but there's four watches in the daytime and four watches in the nighttime. And uh, this was created in the Romans' time when Jesus walked the earth. And that's why you have this thing on your wrist now, this timepiece, and we call it a watch that came from the watches of the Roman day. So you had four watches in the day, four watches in the evening. So the evening watch... Uh, Would start from 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. That's the first watch. The second watch was 9 to 12 or midnight, and then through third watch, 12 to 3, and fourth watch, 3 to 6 a.m. So you're going from, you know, daylight to daylight, 6 a.m. to uh, uh, you know night times to. let me let me say that again. 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. is first watch. Fourth watch is 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. So that's your, your four watches. So what happens in the fourth watch? Let's look at some scripture here. It says Mark 6, 45 through 51. And straightway. This is Jesus talking. He constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go to the other side before, uh, to Bethsaida, while he sent away the people. 46, and when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. Now, this is in the evening time. So, Jesus is praying in the mountain in the evening time. Forty seven and it says And when even was come the ship was in the midst of the sea and he alone on the land. I love this story. Forty nine. But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit and they cried out. No, they didn't cry out, Hey, it's here comes Jesus, they cried out in fear. And they're fishermen on the sea, and they they believed in ghosts and spirits. And what they thought was actually coming was an evil spirit. And the story that I, this is not a story from the Bible, but a story that I have heard told about this, is that the dead uh Fishermen that died, uh, you know, fell overboard while fishing and drowned in the sea, their ghosts would walk up back and forth on the water. And when they would see that, the spirit would actually walk up and get into the boat with them. And then what that meant was, you're next so they says but when they saw him walking up on the sea they supposed it had been a spirit or a translation a ghost and cried out in fear because that's what they thought They, they were going to all die and drowned 50 for they saw him and were troubled and immediately he talked with them and saith unto them be of good cheer it is I be not afraid so Jesus says it's me um Jesus, don't fear, be at peace, 51, and he went up unto them, into the ship, and the wind ceased, and they were sore amazed, in themselves, beyond measure, and wondered. See, this is why I say, when we have earthquakes in Valley, and earthquakes in California, and even... um, earthquakes wherever you live, anyone in the world, we are supposed to take the word of God and the spirit of the Lord and subdue the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, all creeping things, and even the wind and the rain and all that stuff, so <clears throat> I do not watch a lot of television at my house, but we do watch a little bit of the weather, uh, usually right before bedtime, and if they say we have a storm coming, I don't worry about you know what's going to happen to the house and the cars and the trees. In fact, we did have the storm come and it blew the tree um, down beside my fence, but it didn't land on the fence; it went the other way. Praise God. Uh, if they say bad weather's coming, I just rebuke it and say, not at my house. I just say, um, Lord. I ask you to let the rain come nice and slow and easy, no damage to the cars, the house, the animals, the trees, the grass, the fences, nothing. Just let it come nice and soft and soak in and uh, be a blessing. So that's how I pray. And uh, I've never had any issues. I've lived here in this house, what, seven years in this house out here in Nevada, Texas. little one acre mini farmstead we have never had a problem okay let's look at this here uh jacob he was wrestling with god in genesis 32 what's happening in the evening time we're talking about the witching hour the devil's hour the night time the things that go bump in the night Genesis 32, 24. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of day. Well, right before the breaking of day is what we call the fourth watch. 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Jacob wrestled with God. 25. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint, as he wrestled with him. So the angel touched Jacob's thigh, and the rest of the scripture goes on to say that uh, he limped. Uh, he was halt. He limped upon his thigh. And even to this day, the Jews don't eat the uh, Sinnoh of the thigh area because uh, they're under bondage, because of uh, the Genesis 32 story. But, uh, I'm not under bondage. I walk above the fray. I walk in the Spirit. Amen? What watch did Jesus pray in? Well, I'm going to say that Jesus prayed in the fourth watch, which is 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. We can look at this scripture in Mark 1.35. It says, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, or we could say before the sun came up, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. So even Jesus spent time worshiping and praying and talking to his Father in the fourth watch, 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. And let's look at another scripture here, John 3, 1 and 2. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. What did Nicodemus do? He says in verse 2, the same came to Jesus by night. When? Probably the fourth watch. And he said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou do, except God be with him. So Nicodemus came in the fourth watch. I'm going to say it came at the but we know it came at night because that was typically the time that they prayed. Here we have another scripture, Luke 22 53. When I was daily with you in the temple, no, this is Jesus starting uh, talking here, speaking, and uh, they arrested him in Gethsemane. It says, Luke, uh, uh, I think he actually was this was his mock trial here is what, where I think he was at when he said this, but it says when I was daily with you in the temple, you stretched forth no hands against me, but this is your hour, and the power of darkness, so there is a time when the devil is, this, this is a blanket general statement, but when he has more power, more active time, uh, and the darkness does have power and we don't have to be afraid of the darkness just because, you know, yes, does the enemy have power? Yes, he does. I'm not saying we can just laugh frivolously at the enemy. Uh, he can hurt us. But what we should be doing is reading our word and praying and walking holy before the Lord. And then, yes, we can laugh at the enemy because he has... But we want to be like this. Jesus says... Um, it says, Satan has nothing in me. There's, You know, we want to be the same. We, we want Satan, when he looks at us, to say, I have nothing in him. We want to be clean. And then we don't have to worry about the enemy, about his powers, because we have power over him. Amen. So let's talk about this now. Looks, how do we escape the powers of darkness I've got a few scriptures here looks like this is going to be a short teaching today Shannon but this is a powerful teaching we need to know who we are in Christ and so I would suggest you uh, brothers and sisters listening get your pen and paper out jot these down or copy them off um, if, uh, I'll give out my email address and I can email you this powerpoint it's got the scriptures Colossians 1.13 this is how we escape who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son so Jesus Christ is able to deliver us out of the power of darkness and that's one thing that happens when we get saved it says all things are passed away all things are become new That doesn't mean we're perfect, but it means that our name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and we have begun our journey of learning who Jesus Christ is, who our Master is, and about the Word of God, and the Spirit of God, and how to operate in the kingdom of light, and overcome the power of darkness, cross over the Jordan, go into our promised land of milk and honey, and receive blessings, and uh, learn how to fight and take down the giant's so that we can claim our land. Yes, Colossians 1.13, we've been delivered from the power of darkness. Does that mean everything's cake and ice cream? No, it means that we have the ability to take the sword of the Lord, the word of God, and to tread upon serpents and scorpions and take back what the enemy has stolen. It's a fight. but You know, the Lord will fight for us. He will go with us and he will bless us. He's a wonderful God, uh, God of War. Our God is a God of War, and uh, He loves to show up and show out and take down the enemy. He just loves it, and I love it when He does it too. Amen. <laughs> John eight twelve. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So we do have a choice, because when they were going into the promised land, they proclaimed uh, the blessings, the curses. Uh, one was on Mount Grissom, the blessings, and one was on Mount Evil, the curses. If you do this, I will do that, and if you do good, if I will bless those that love me to a thousand generations, but if you do not... <clears throat> follow after me, and keep my commandments, my judgments, my statutes, and my decrees, then I will do this unto you, and in the end, uh, it says you will eat your children, and uh, you'll suffer. So that's why uh, we see the Lord says, uh, Choose this day um, whom you shall serve, I have set before you life and death, blessing a curse, therefore choose life. And he said choose life because he knew we would choose darkness. But we don't have to choose darkness after we get saved. We can choose life and light. So Jesus is the light of the world and we must follow him. And if we do walk after our Lord Jesus Christ
1: we will not
0: walk in darkness. But inside of us uh, it says let your light shine before men. We will have Jesus' light shining through us. We will never, ever be in the dark. First Peter 2.9 But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation of peculiar people, or a special people chosen of God, that ye should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. See, we're not supposed to be in the darkness. We're supposed to be in the light of Jesus Christ. The light of the word, the light of the spirit, not the darkness, because he called us out of that. Romans thirteen twelve, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. And here on Omega Man Radio, we talk about casting out Spirits, casting off the works of darkness. We cast it off. We don't, Lord. Here's how not to do it, Lord. Please take the darkness off of me. You know, don't pray those. I, I mean, that's what I think of that. <laughs> don't pray like that. We have authority. We command the darkness to leave. I'm I, here. I, just this is what I would do. I rebuke the darkness in Jesus' name. I command it to uh, flee. Go in Jesus' name. I'm casting it out. I cast out the works of darkness, and I bind to myself the armor of light. Lord, I cover myself from head to toe with the armor of light, and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So pray like that. Oh, Lord, please help me take the works of darkness off of me. Don't pray like that. We have authority. Know who you are in Christ, and punch the devil's lights out. Amen. Alright. Another scripture, Isaiah 9-2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them has light shined. Now we all should know the psalm 23 it says yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil why not because the god that walks through the valley of the shadow of death with me is the biggest baddest dude in the valley our god is a god of war uh the lord is his name so when we're walking with the lord um let me just say it this way you and god is a majority you don't have to fear the, you don't have to fear the enemy. And the other thing about going through the uh, valley of the shadow of death, don't stop, keep walking. Uh, head towards the light at the end of the tunnel. You will get through the valley, and you will come out on the other side. And that's where your blessing is, because the enemy is trying to take you out. Shannon says, take you out in a body bag, uh, give you an early death to stop you from the anointing that the Lord God has put upon you to save souls to preach the gospel, to cast out demons, to cleanse the lepers, to raise the dead, and so on and so forth, which are the things that we should be doing. But, uh, don't get hung up when you're in the valley of the shadow of death. Even Pastor Lou and Sunny go through it, um, just like Shannon. Um, I know you got many testimonies of how the enemy has come and uh, tried to take your life, but you're still breathing. You're just like a Timex. Shannon, you take a licking and keep on ticking. Amen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just like the Energizer yeah. Bunny, we just keep on going on and on, in Jesus' name. As <laughs> long
0: as we got breath, we ain't going to stop. You know, i beat and talked with so many Christians that go like, oh, if you'll just pray for me, everything will be all right. No, you know, it might be all right until we hang up the phone, but... You know, after we hang up the phone, the enemy's gonna, he's not going to come back to see if I believe. He's going to come to see you to see if you believe. And if you don't believe, he's going to hes gonna get you. You have to believe, and you have to fight. Uh, I have a deliverance set up with a man I haven't actually uh, spoken with before. But he's going like, I had a deliverance back in such and such a date. And uh, after I had the deliverance... Uh, paraphrasing, he says, "All hell broke loose," <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's common, common for that to happen. And uh, he goes, "So after you, we have our session. Uh, what should I expect? Should I expect peace, or for all hell to break loose?" And I just texted him a scripture. And the scripture was um, from the days of John the Baptist until now. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and violent men and women take it by force. So I said, you know, probably all hell will break loose because when you take a swipe at the devil, he swipes back. But you know, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And Shannon, and I heard him say later, "No weapon formed against us shall prosper." And uh, there's many other promises that we. So, bottom line is, you know. Just uh, because Omega Man and and Pastor Lou pray for you doesn't mean everything's going to be a cakewalk afterwards. Uh, You still have to fight. And if you're tired of fighting, um, you know, somebody said, like, I'm tired of fighting. What should I do? And she goes, well, you got two options. You can ask the Lord to take you out or you can give up and let the devil have you. And the, the person goes, I don't like either one of those options. And soon he says, well, then I guess you better get back up and start the fight again. That's our only cho- choice, really, brothers and sisters. We can't stop. And as long as I got breath, I'm 67. I'll be 68 in December. I can still outwork most of the young people. I'm not bragging on myself. I'm bragging on God. He's given me strength and health. And I'm not going to waste it. I'm going to swipe at the devil every chance I get until I don't have breath. And then I'll go home. And I hope to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, because I'm not quitting. I'm not stopping. And in fact, I'm trying to figure out how to gain steam so I can do a better job while I'm here. Amen? Okay. Okay. Did I read this? Isaiah 9:2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, but they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them have the light shine. See, the people in uh, Egypt, they saw the ten plagues. They saw the Red Sea part. They saw the Egyptians, you know, drowned in the uh, Red Sea. They saw all these things, but yet they, you know, Moses, I mean, it was right after they went into the Promised Land. Moses went up to the mount to get the... uh, tables of stone, the Ten Commandments, and they come down, there, worshiping the golden calf and having an orgy, I mean, they were, they loved the darkness and, you know, you look at these stories go, well, I would never do that well, don't be too sure, you know, because we uh, our body likes to have, uh, you know we're carnal, uh, it likes to be in control, and we have to make it submit to the Word of God and the Spirit of God so we're not that strong, and on our own, the devil can whip us like mashed potatoes. We have to walk with the Lord and move in the spirit, and then we can win. Amen. John 1.5, it says, And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. See, I said that earlier before. This is John 1.5. The light is more powerful than the darkness, and the darkness doesn't understand it. That's why people that are blinded and who are not Christians have no concept of what you're talking about, you know, be born again, you know, turn to the light. Jesus is the Lord. Give your heart to him. They do not understand it. So many times we can't bring them into the kingdom of heaven until we pray. And I'm going to tell you how to get uh, unbelievers into the kingdom of heaven. See, the God of this world has blinded their eyes spiritually. Like the Jews can't see Jesus the Messiah. It's a spiritual blindness. So if you want to get one of your family members saved or a co-worker saved, you say something like this Father in heaven, I claim John Doe or Betty Doe for the kingdom of heaven in the name of Jesus. I ask you to get their name written in the Lamb's Book of Life and save them from the fires of hell. Okay, make your that's your petition. Now, you rebuke the enemy and punch his lights out. You say, Satan, I rebuke you. In Jesus' name, I command you to get your filthy hands off of John Doe and stop blinding his mind to the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Scripture says, no man can say, Lord, Lord, but by the power of the Holy Ghost. So, Father, we request the Holy Ghost to come to John or Jane Doe, convict him of sin. And I like to add... Use whatever means necessary, uh, two by four if you have to. In other words, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. I say, Holy Ghost, sick them, get them, draw them into the kingdom of heaven, get them to repent, confess Jesus as Lord, cry out with tears, and ask Jesus to come into their heart and get them gloriously saved and get their name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, amen. That's a good prayer. Before you talk to someone about an unbeliever, about uh, coming into the kingdom of heaven and giving their life to Jesus. So put that uh, on file 13 there and uh, use that. Uh, you'll be surprised at how many people you'll get saved after you've prayed that prayer before you minister to them. Amen. Matthew six twenty three. This is how we overcome the darkness. But if thine eye be evil, that whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Well see, this says the light that is dark. Well, light is dark, but this is a spiritual light, spiritual darkness. So we have to rebuke the enemy and command him to stop blinding the mind of those who would receive the gospel. This is a spiritual fight that we're in, brothers and sisters. The last scripture for the day here, my friends, Ephesians 5.8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. And so I exhort you, brothers and sisters, um, if there's anything that you're doing in secret that you think... Uh, uh, you should be repenting for. I would suggest that as soon as uh, Omega Man goes off the air, that you get down on your knees and tell the Lord God you're sorry and repent and then stop doing those things that are evil. Um, and I'm not saying any of you are doing any of those things, but you know, if there's something that you've got a, a, a secret sin, hidden sin, um, you know, nobody knows, God knows, He knows. He knows. And in Revelation, it says, I know your deeds, but this I have against you. You know, we don't want to hear those types of things after the cord has been cut and we've flown away to our mansion in the sky and have the Lord say, I know your works, but this I have against you. We don't want to hear that. So now is the time to get right with the Lord God. And um if that's you, I would say, please, in the name of Jesus, repent and stop walking in darkness. We are the salt. And we are the light. And we do have a voice. And I would say that uh, in this time of censorship, in cancel culture, and beat up on Christians is a fun thing to do. It's what the media likes to do. Uh, take God out of the schools. We need to speak up. Now is the time when she'd be shouting on the rooftops, you know, the Lord God is with us and he loves to make a mockery out of the enemy. So let's not be silent anymore. Let's pray like we've never prayed before. And let's be holy for the Lord God is holy. And that, my brothers and sisters, is called the witching hour, the devil's hour, the deeds of darkness. The nighttime is when the devil really likes to come out and play. So I used to do that before I got saved. And then uh, after I got saved, um, I stopped doing all those wicked things that uh, people do in the night, you know, like drinking and carousing and, and, you know, the things of the world. I stopped doing that. And now I try to get closer to the Lord every day. And I encourage you, brothers and sisters, to read your Bible and to pray and to fellowship, forsake not the gathering of yourselves together as you see the day approaching, and um, we don't know how much time we have, uh, I know a lot of young people that are dying, way too young, and just like Shannon says, the enemy likes to take you out in the body bag, he's he's active, and he's taking some, some young ones out, and I say it should not be, so, you know, don't take daily life for granted don't just because you're young don't think you got a long time because we just don't know how much time we got so I'm not saying this to scare you I'm saying pay attention be wise like the ten virgins five had oil five didn't the five unwise they didn't get in they were you know they were Christians they're virgins but they didn't get in so just because you carry the name of Christ doesn't give you a pass. You know, I like to say people I talk to, they they tell me, you know, they know God. They have a deal with God. God loves them. Well, sure, he loves them, but the deal is no deal where God is no respecter of persons. And um, when the cord is cut and the plug is pulled, we'll all fly away to receive our rewards, and hopefully you will have some rewards and some crowns to throw at the Master's feet, as He is worthy. So I know I'm preaching now, but uh, I just exhort all of you to turn to the Lord with all your heart. The times are evil. The darkness is flooding around the whole globe right now, and Satan is on a rampage. But we can... I'm not saying we can stop the tribulation or the end times, none of that. But we can, while we have life, we can make a difference, and we can still save souls. We can build the kingdom of heaven, we can sort our brothers and sisters. So with that, Shannon, I say bless the uh, message. And um, uh, for those of you who have ears to hear, receive what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The
1: title for today's broadcast is at the witching hour.
0: Yeah, that would be a good title for that, please.
1: Great teaching today. I'm so happy to be back with Pastor Lou Young. Him and Sister (laughs) Sunni are doing a powerful work for the Lord. And um, Brother Lou, I want you to tell people again uh, about your website, how they can make contact with you, and how they can support your
0: ministry. Thank you, Shannon. Um, whitehorseoutreach.com. Well, what did I do? There it is. Whitehorseoutreach.com. Whitehorseoutreach.com. We do have a donate button on there, so and I want to thank all those who support us. Um, the uh, email is Whitehorseoutreach at yahoo.com. White, just like it sounds, Whitehorseoutreach at yahoo.com. And we are in Plano, Texas at Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540 K Avenue, Plano, Texas. Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540 K Avenue, Plano, Texas. So we are going to, uh, this is the latest news, we're going to Honduras October 5th through the 16th, I believe. 13 of us going. Um, thank you for all that have given support, uh, because without that we couldn't go. But we're going to go, we're going to have a a pastor's meeting, a women's meeting, a youth meeting. We're having two crusades in two different cities. We uh, preach and teach and cast out demons. We call forth the anointings, uh, the fivefold ministry uh we do food evangelism we're going to have a great time and for all those of you who have supported you're all going to be partakers in that so maybe you can't set foot on honduras land but uh in the name of jesus you'll receive the blessing that uh, comes forth from all the harvest that uh we've um, we'll be garnering there so thank you thank you thank you i don't think there's anything else i need to tell you uh, have been gone for about two months. We did a long fast. Um, the Lord did speak. Um, and we're changing a few things around. I know you're changing a few things around, Shannon. We're always we've got to change. You know, yes, people sir. don't like, change, but we have to change. We have we can't stay the same and expect to get new results. We have to change. So we're changing some things, like you're changing some things, and we're moving with the Spirit of the Lord. Um, I'm still going to be doing some. Uh, Prayer, calls, and whatnot. But uh, anyway, thank you for for all your support, and also don't forget Shannon. There's no, there's only one Omega man. <laughs>
1: thank you, my friend. Thank you for yes, working sir. with me on this program, and uh, folks, um, that's exciting. What Brother Lou and Sunni are fixing to undertake this missionary trip uh, to Honduras? Is that correct, Honduras?
0: Honduras. Yes, sir, Sandra.
1: Folks, uh, it's not too late uh, to send them a love offering that they'll put to use there in the mission fields. Great harvest in the mission fields available to you. You can um, still give to that. And uh, you have PayPal on your website, Brother Moo?
0: Yes, I've got PayPal. I've got a Zell, um, which is uh, my phone number. I believe the phone number is still on the website. Um, you can email me. I've got a, on the website. I think there's a PO box. You can write me a check. Um, people mail checks to me. You can do that. And uh, I just want to remind you, the doors open the, right now. The world is crying for people to come. I've I, I've got yes. so many invites. I, I could run through a million dollars easily. I've got people in Africa, in India, wow. Pakistan to come. I just can't. I don't have the funds to do it. But after. Um, Honduras, we want to go back to Cambodia with uh, brother Albert and the team. So, oh, yes, that costs three times more to go. Uh, um, Central America is much cheaper than it is to go to you know, Asia halfway around the world. So, uh, we're not stopping. <laughs> God, always something, happening.
1: God bless this effort that you're doing. Uh, it's making a difference, it will, and um door is open, it's time to step through it folks Uh, if you can't go send Brother Lou and Sister Sunni and uh, you get a great reward from sending them into the mission fields and be carrying the gospel doing deliverance, healing the sick in Jesus name, it's going to be amazing Um, Brother Lou check your schedule and um, get me some dates uh, per your availability, it's wide open right now so you can take your pick and uh, I'm looking forward to being on with you again real soon
0: yeah, okay. I'll, I'll text you out something here in an hour. Um, are you still doing Demon Hotline?
1: Well, just yesterday, we brought back Blog Talk Radio. I shut it down two months back, did a reset with Blog Talk, and we have the capability to do one now. So um,
0: I'll uh, be interested. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> let's do one um, next program. You tell me what dates you want, and we'll schedule it. Okay.
0: I'll send them out. I'll send you two dates. We'll do two shows next month. Awesome. That'd be great.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Hey, I saw you, uh, I saw some of your stuff on uh, Facebook. Damien was was visiting you, so that looked like a lot of fun.
1: Let me tell you, uh, my brother Damon was the first of the family who has come here since we've been here seven years now, and Uh, I was shocked to see him. You know, that was let me tell you something. Um, he was going to need the vax to get in, and oh, uh, wow. the um, the rule was you need two to get into this country. So we were trying to find a waiver form, something. Um, we didn't want him to take anything, and uh, right. Well, you know it. The Lord came along and just lifted the mandate, <laughs> and so uh, it's gone. You don't need anything to get in here, and so. Hallelujah. I'm praising the Lord for that. Now, that means maybe my mom can come next. So I said, Lord, you know, I've been wanting to see my mom. She hadn't seen her grandkids ever, except on, you know, oh. FaceTime. So uh, Damon came in for about a week, and it was great fellowship with him. And then uh, he's now, he went next door to the Philippines. He may be looking at trying to set some type of uh, office up over there. So lift him up in prayer. Damon is my brother. And, um, okay. And I'm just believing God for more open doors, see more people. Come in here. Hey, and... Um, I tell you what, uh, it took me over six months, but I got all the family, including myself, our paperwork updated. We got fresh passports. Um, I, for the first time, but want to, can actually leave the country and get back in, uh, not needing the vax. So, um, I'm excited. We're just praying the door continues to stay open. Amen?
0: Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Um, That's exciting. Yes, sir.
1: So... um, we're we're ready to go. Whatever God has us to do. Um we did not find another place to rent. Uh price has skyrocket over here. So my wife said, Let's just renew the lease. I said, I think that's a good idea. And so uh we renewed for another year here and I'm not gonna complain because my rent is only two seventy five a month. Um wow. I'm not anxious to take on any two thousand dollars a month. That's crazy. So um Bye. we're here. For at least another year, uh, just waiting on the Lord and see what he's going to do. He may keep us here. He may move us. But whatever he has for us, uh, we're ready to step out. So praise the Lord. Uh, 90 seconds.
0: You're touching the world from Bowie. Well, we're doing our
1: part. That's all he asks. Just do our part. So um, praise God. My friend, you want to close us in prayer, and we love you.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you, Father in heaven. For what you're doing, it's such an honor, such a wonderful pleasure, and a privilege to preach your word and to see you show up and go out to touch people with your power, to speak to those things. Sixty seconds. People say that they are not, and we say, but they are. So be it in Jesus' name, and it comes to pass. Lord, to see your hand move the invisible unseen realm of the spirit world transform lives Lord and I ask you to continue to bless Shannon and his family speak to him and show him the next doors to go and the places that uh, he's I just believe you're going to be invited to speak to some places I don't know why I'm saying that but um, let it be so Lord let the phone ring and uh, he can go out and and, uh, speak face to face with some people So, Lord, thank you for today, the breath of life, that we can um, point people towards the cross, the light of Jesus Christ, that we can pull them out of darkness. Ten seconds. the Lord Jesus. So, thank you for what you did today, and we look forward to doing this again in the future. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Love you, brother. We'll see you soon. God bless y'all. All right.
0: God bless. Bye.
1: Friends, that was Pastor Lou Young. Now we're going to get Dr. Sabrina Sessions on, and um, I'm going to reset MixLR as we do after each show. So just be ready to refresh.